0: A very good afternoon and welcome to Women's National Basketball League action between the Australian Institute of Sport and Adelaide Lightning. John Keogh courtside at the AAS Training Hall in Canberra for round 11 of the defense Jobs WNBL on Sport Radio alongside me for this afternoon's call. That's good afternoon to Craig Gravel.
1: Interesting game tonight John because... Uh, Well, it's not even night, it's afternoon basketball here in the Defence Jobs WNBL as we get set for what Adelaide will be hoping is a good victory to get their championship back onto the rails. And last night it was a very, very different looking uh, um, Adelaide side to what we expected. For the AAS a number of changes, injuries still affecting this young lineup, and also Llewellyn Tomlinson tonight doing the ground announcing, not playing in the AIS Strip.
0: Yes, Llewellyn's dulcet tones just ringing out in the background as she introduces the players. We're upstanding for the national anthem. We'll hear from the coaches now then. Nicole Ireland, the new assistant coach of the AIS and head coaching tonight in the absence of Dean Kinsman. Well, Craig, these two teams met just one week ago back in Round 10. It was Adelaide prevailing that night. 72 to 47, a 25-point margin, but different tonight or this afternoon because Aaron Phillips, their star guard averaging 17 points a game, is out injured with a hamstring injury, will take no part in this game. So that's going to provide a few headaches for Chris Lucas
1: and his rotations. It will, as we saw last night, it did to him against the Capitals. For the AIS lining up tonight... It is, uh, well, as we heard, a, a slightly smaller lineup with Manu and also Tomlinson out. But they still have some good height. Francis has been playing well all year. Langford and Tolo are all going to be big parts of this AAS lineup, and you'd expect them to want to fire, because they do have a slight height advantage over the uh, Adelaide Lightning side. And that was evidence last week when these two
0: teams met Craig. Mariana Tolo bucketed at 18 points that night in the absence of Kristen Rapsmanson, who's out injured with an ankle injury, has been for some time. So you would think that Nicole Island would look to exploit that match-up tonight. She may go up against Wursnum. Wursnum started on Tracy Beattie last night. She stands at only 185 centimetres. Tolo's 196 centimetres. So the height of the Institute could
1: prove, well, something of a factor in this game. I think that's where the uh, AIS have their biggest advantage, is in their height. If they can get their inside-out game going, as we saw also, quick transition was a key to the capital success. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see how Coach Ireland has uh, her team up and ready, because you expect Adelaide to be coming after them extremely uh, quickly as we see the two teams moving out onto the floor... And, uh, well, looks like uh, Llewellyn Tomlinson's been dropped from the commentary as well as uh, Brendan Parnell has finally turned up. He has, he's doing the court (laughs)
0: announcing now. Bit
1: of a different starting
0: five for the Institute tonight. Katie Absari, Mariana Tolo, Kayla Francis, Nikita Martin and Nicole Hunt. Martin and Hunt not always starting five players.
1: No, Woosnam is coming out for the Lightning along with Jess Foley, Lauren King, Tracy Garn, and Narelle Lindsay. Now Foley King. Oh, I'm not sure they might have been in. Uh, they might have just uh, changed. They might not have been in the AOS program together. But certainly Foley with a mission tonight to. Uh I think her first game back on the AIS court since she left here to go over to the States three years ago. So
0: it's going to be Tolo up against
1: the number 21 of the
0: Adelaide Lightning, Tracy Garn. So that could be a good matchup. We'll see the matchups once they break into their normal five positions. Just a bit of a hold-up in play for the referees at the moment. Not
1: quite happy with the ball. The game ball thinks uh, Daryl Corcoran, the uh, referee, they're thinking might be a bit soft.
0: He's just flat. giving me a bounce now, and looking at it, it was a good call too, because one of them bounced a up. lot lower than the other. So just about set for a start here at the AIS training hall, round 11 of the defence jobs a WNBL. The AIS up against the Adelaide Lightning in the tip-off. Tolo won it down to Francis into the front court, who passes to Nicole Hunt. She's going to get things underway here. Gives it to Tolo at the right perimeter, looking to go inside to Francis. Heads to the elbow now. Francis puts up the J, backs off the back of the iron. Quick rebound from King, dishes down the court. Lindsay coughed up the ball, then she got it to Foley, who dishes it back out to Lindsay. It was almost a turnover against the Lightning, Lindsay... Dish is back over the top now to Foley. Foley looks inside under the basket. The give and go was pretty nice, but missing the shot was Lindsay. Hunt down the court. Straight down the centre decides to back out of the three-point perimeter and set things up for the Institute. Nine minutes, 22 remaining in this first quarter. Swinging to Ebsery, passing to Martin. Wayward pass was intercepted by The Lightning. And then Martin tried to make amends, but he's called for a foul.
1: Uh, just trying to get the inside-out game working there, the AIS, but it hasn't come to fruition just yet. It was uh, Francis, the lone post inside. They really need to have Tolo working in there as well to split this defence.
0: Tolo posting up on Tracy Garn at the moment. Bit of bodywork going on underneath the basket. It's Woosnam against Francis. Woosness. this is outside. Back around the perimeter, Foley drives to the elbow, then all the way under the basket, missed the shot, France is a great defensive board, quick pass down the court to Nikita Martin on the transition, pulls up the elbow, puts the two-point J up, misses, gets her own rebound, and then she's fouled by Jess Foley, yep. uh, they look to both go for the ball, Foley entered the contest late, that's her first personal of the afternoon.
1: Yeah, it wasn't much in that, just as you said, both going for the ball, but Martin had... Somewhat secured possession when the bump came. Martin brings
0: it into Hunt, being guarded by Lindsay, dishes over the top to Ebsory at the top of the perimeter, fakes, then goes inside to Francis, puts up the two points, yeah, and it drops in off the front of the ring.
1: Francis gets the first points of the game for the AAS, and uh, that was a better movement they got to Carly where she had back to the basket and she was able to turn uninterrupted. Lindsay being
0: guarded by The pint sized Nicole Hunt at the moment, Hunt doing well there, forced her onto the dribble, she pulled up, almost turned it over. Nikita Martin almost stole the ball, ends up back in the hands of Woosnam for the lightning, looking to drive baseline. It's stripped of her by Nikita Martin, great work from her. Now on the left hand dribble, dishes to Francis, pulling up just inside the paint. Can't get a shot up, dishes back outside to Hunt and there's 16 seconds on this shot clock. Eight minutes remaining in the first quarter, the Institute lead two to nil, Hunt fires the three, can't get it. Tolo almost got the offensive board. Getting in there was Tracy Garn for the lightning. Has it knocked away from her, fortuitously comes to Lindsay, pushes down the right wing to Foley, dishes outside to Woosom, fakes the three and drives into Kayla Francis who's called for the blocking foul.
1: Yeah, AIS there had a few opportunities to regain that offensive ball then, but uh, just didn't come to fruition. But The AIS looking revved up and ready for tonight's game. So it's been a good start by the AIS. They lead 2-0 and we're four minutes, uh, sorry, we're uh, 7 minutes 49 into the first quarter. I reckon the institutes fancy their chances this afternoon, particularly given the bad loss that Adelaide had last
0: night. Without Aaron Phillips, the institute' have to be half a chance. Foley puts the first board for the Lightning on the board for the afternoon with a backaway jumper off the glass. Hunt dribbles behind her back. That was clever. Passes to Martin who fumbles in the front court and it spills over the sideline.
1: I think King got a touch on that, actually, and uh, that's what spilled into Martin then before it rolled over the sideline.
0: King, inbound pass in the defensive court. Goes... With a nice one-two to Lindsay, back to King, she goes baseline, right hand side, almost travelled, bounce pass, finds Garn, driving to the elbow, turn around, oh, like a pirouette! That was terrific play against Mariana Tolo, and Garn first scores her first points of the afternoon.
1: Yeah, good work, by Adelaide. That's the type of work you expect from them. They lead by two.
0: Martin offloads into Tolo under the paint. She can't make the basket though. Good board from Garn, dishes to Lindsay down the front court. Now is. Woos them, driving left hand lane and puts it in off the glass. They're on a 6 0 run at the moment, the Adelaide Lightning.
1: Yeah, Adelaide just starting to get some confidence now. They're starting to find some layways with some good flash cuts.
0: Hunt dribbles into the front court, passes to Ebsory, distributes to Tolo, offloads to Hunt again on the right perimeter. Getting a screen from Tolo, drives all the way. The smallest player on the court goes strong to the basket and puts the two points in.
1: Yeah, good work there by Hunt. She just drove hard. And found the opening. That's what the AAS ca- uh, are going to need to do all night.
0: A recent addition to this Institute squad, and she is an exciting player. I know Nicole Weiland was quite excited about getting her into this lineup.
1: Lindsay fires the three,
0: and nothing but net. The triple counts. And
1: <laughs> Lindsay has got a great outside game. The AAS are going to have to watch her.
0: She does indeed. Five points against the Institute last round. She's already up to three for the afternoon. Nicole Hunt thinks about the three. Tolo providing the screen. Dishes to Francis. Left-hand baseline. Juggled in and out off the iron. Garn got the rebound. Foley dribbling on the right hand down the centre of the court. Ebsery pursuit of her. She gets past Ebsery almost with a turnaround dribble. Gets back onto her right hand. Pushes towards the right perimeter. Passes to Woosnam. Francis all over her. Passing to King. And there's a foul called.
1: Oh, holding foul. Not sure who it was called on though. It was called on the Katie Ebster. Well, yeah, the 12 of Katie Ray. So that she, is a worry. Martin and Shat's swap over at the moment, and it's Adelaide's ball in
0: the front court. Shat's into the game for her first minutes. She's given away with of the screen. Foley dishes the gun underneath the basket and puts it in off the left-hand glass. Well, Adelaide are off to a good start at the moment. They lead 11 points to four. Five minutes, 30 remaining in this first quarter. Nicole Hunt on the left-hand dribble, then behind her back. That's exciting to watch. Goes to the foul line, dishes to Ebbsbury, pulls up with a two-point J and makes the bucket.
1: Yeah, that will give her a bit of confidence. That was good to see.
0: She faked the three, stepped inside the arc and then delivered with about a 15-foot J.
1: Yeah, Hunt just uh, leant into the body there on Lindsay on the drive. And that will be her first personal foul. It was uh, a careless stuff there by uh, the youngster. It's going
0: to be an in-down pass on the offensive baseline for the Adelaide Lightning. King does the honours, brings it to Lindsay, fakes the shot, drives and then Tolo may have fouled her. Or is it against Hunt? Let's wait on the call. It's on Hunt. So Hunt called for her second personal of the afternoon. Nicole Island, no doubt. A little bit of thinking to do now because Hunt is up to two fouls. Early on in this game, will she be subbed out? She looks like she's sticking with her at the moment. Lindsay at the free throw line, averaging 71% from the charity strike this season, makes the first bucket.
1: Don't know where you got that stat from, but it sounded very confident there. Well, it's
0: very confident. Straight from the memory bank, Craig. Misses the second. Offensive board for the Lightning. Great work from Garn. Flicks it back outside to Woosnam Thinks about the three-point J. Hunt was there, though, to stop that. Dribbles on the right hand to Foley. Foley fakes inside with the pass. Gets it to Garn. Bounce pass inside the paint. Oh, posting up was Woosnam against Hunt. A mismatch. Should have done better. Great board from Aww. Kayla Francis. She threw a wayward bounce pass down the court to Schatz. Schatz couldn't get on the end of it. And it spills out of court. Mia Newley checks in for her first minutes, replacing Nicole Hunt. Mia Newley's brother, Brad, scored 46 points for Townsville against Cairns last night in the NBL. If she can
1: emulate some of that form, the Institute will be well on their way this afternoon, Craig. Yeah, they'll be looking for that sort of scoring. Newley has got a great outside game, so does Sam Woosnam, but she can't make it on that occasion. That three-point shooting is just eluding them on this road trip.
0: Schatz on the quick transition, drives strong to the basket and knocks it in. That's what we like to see, Rebecca Schatz. She
1: is a strong body player. And really took it to the basket hard. Good work that time by Tolo getting back on gun quickly. As the uh, fast transition game is what Adelaide's trying to push now.
0: Woosnam drove hard against Tolo and put it in successfully against the left hand glass. They just need to improve their defence a little bit. The Institute Ebsery driving left lane. Then pulls up for the two point J. Great work against Sam Woosnam there. She was giving away height but managed to get the J over the top of Woosnam. King, left hand corner.
1: I'm not happy with that because uh, she was made to look silly that
0: time. 14-10, the Adelaide Lightning lead, and then King. Well, similar to the Ebsbury move, really. The two-point J on the right-hand baseline. Yeah, good move by King that time. She knows this court, too. Yes, she played her 100th game last night against the Canberra Capitals, and oh. Schatz almost made the left-hand hook shot. Foley the rebound for the Lightning. Pushing down the court is Lindsay with the ball. Dribbling on the right-hand wing to the right-hand flank. Pushing into the corner, Newley guarding her, looking to push her further into the corner, tries to knock it away from her, strip it, doesn't do so, Garn, gets a pass in there, well knocked away from Schatz, the advantage nearly Cross crossover pass to Ebsery, oh. under the basket, gets her own rebound and puts it in off the glass, what and the Institute bench are pretty happy with that, they lead 12-16, to 16, or they trail 12-16 to 16 at the first time out with 3 minutes 24 on the first quarter clock.
1: Yeah, what was disappointing for Adelaide that time is that no one went in for the rebound. They just expected that layup to land and uh, they had no secondary action there on it when it came back down.
0: Katie Absuri, the leading scorer on the court with six points, a good start for the youngster, just 16 years of
1: age, Craig, and she's enjoying a fairly good season in the WNBL. Yeah, a bit of a revolution last year when she came into the program and uh, has certainly kicked on this year and probably not as stellar performance this year, taking nothing away from her though, I think the uh, rest of the competition has uh, seen a game now at least uh, three times and has started to just uh, well, work out how this youngster plays, just uh, might go to the uh, stats here if uh, you can cover for a sec whilst I find them
0: Winners so far in round 11 of the WNBL: Dani Nong over Bulleen, 70 to 62, and that having major implications for the rest of the season. It puts Dani Nong within one game of the top four. Bulleen sit in fourth position at the moment, so that was a very important win in the Michelle Timms Cup. And Dani Nong, interestingly, taking out the series against Bulleen, two games to one. Caitlin Ryan scoring 15 points. Sam Richards also 15 for Bulleen. It was Karen Ashby with 23 points. She led all scorers. Interestingly. Holly Grimer, despite playing 39 minutes, scored just seven points. They trailed by seven points at three-quarter time, Danny Nong. But that win now puts them one game out of the top four. Underway back in the first quarter here, three minutes twenty on the clock, it's Adelaide Lightning Ball in the front court, Garn has it, offloads to Wurzum, driving right-hand baseline, Francis. Great defence from her. Forced to kick it back out. Ranford now at the left hand elbow. Intercepted though by Francis. On the fast break, can go all the way. She's fouled by Ranford as she goes to the basket. The shot almost dropped but didn't. But Kayla Francis will go to the line to shoot a pair.
1: Dee Ranford just going to make her earn her two points there. Wasn't going to give her the easy layup. And, well, an interesting foul, that's for sure.
0: Kayla Francis at the line at the sport radio broadcast end of the court. Makes the first bucket. She's only 61% from the free throw line this season. No doubt looking to improve that. She misses a second off the back of the iron. Ranford gets the rebound, brings it down the court for the Lightning. Passes to King on the left-hand perimeter. Back to Ranford. They work it round the perimeter. Foley was open for the three. Dishes it back out now to wooze them. She fakes the three. Langford onto the court for the Institute. King in the left-hand corner. Down to six seconds on the shot clock. Driving left-hand baseline. Then pulls up for the J. And how did she hit that? She was falling over out of court. And she just popped up the J. Jacked it up, Craig. And it was nothing but net.
1: 1813. The lightning lead at the moment. Here with 2.30 left to go in the quarter.
0: Chats with the ball at the top of the perimeter. Ebzeri looking to make position under the basket. Heads that way now to Francis, who kisses it in off the glass. Kayla Francis up to five points for the afternoon.
1: Yes, uh, look, uh, Kayla Francis is the leading scorer up against the Adelaide Lightning. She's hit 12 points in her uh, career so far. For Erin Phillips, well, who's not playing, she averages uh, uh, 17 Jess Foley, 13, so they're looking for Foley, Garn and Woosdom who averaged 13, 11 and 11 to really be the big scorers. Garn getting a second and third attempt there. The AIS eventually lulled into a foul. Nikki Island's up. She wasn't happy with that as the AIS had closed the gap 18 to 15 with a minute 52.
0: Garn, three offensive boards there. Terrific work, but she probably should have made those shots that she was missing, Craig. She will go to the line to shoot two free throws. She's 75% there this season and averaging 12 points and 9 rebounds. She's second in the league for rebounds this season. Tracy Garn, very comfortable at the free throw line, makes the first.
1: I think you'll find Lauren King is one game away from her 100.
0: Yes, before last night she was one game in before her 100. It's actually said one game into 100 against the Capitals and against the Institute on the uh, scorers' of Statistician as Schatz drives to the basket and she makes the free throw. Uh, she makes the foul. She's fouled, Craig, is what I'm trying to get at and here. And she's going to the line. She's going to go to the line and shoot a free throw. Or two of them, in fact.
1: Hopefully she can close this gap back to the three points. 20 to 15 with a minute 45 left in the first term.
0: Good start for the Institute. They have snuffed their chances out early in other games in recent weeks. If they can be competitive at quarter time... I think that would give them some enormous confidence. Schatz makes the first free throw. And misses the second. Francis was there for the offensive board. Couldn't quite bring it down. Garn got it. Down the court, Ranford. To Duke under the basket. Oh, she rolled it in. Looked awkward. Putting a press now on the lightning. This allows Kayla Francis to get free in the front court. She receives a long pass from Hunt. Then just flicks it back to Hunt. Being guarded by Ranford. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Passes to Francis. Pulls up for the three. Was it air ball? She didn't look at the ring for long enough, I don't think.
1: Well, she had plenty of time. Duke rolled off her and then didn't come mm. back. So Francis will be ruining that one as Ramford drives baseline.
0: She drove hard as well and fouled on the way to the basket. Will go to the line to shoot two free throws. 22-16, to 16, the lightning lead. The Institute at the moment. Mariana Tolo about to check back into the game for Kayla Francis who takes... A well-earned sit down on five points. Katie Ebsary has six. She's the equal leading scorer on the court with Tracy Garn of the Adelaide Lightning, who also has six points.
1: Yes, it's uh, just an opportunity here for Adelaide to open up. Although Ramford misses the first. Un, uh, well, unlike her, normally pretty good at the line. And uh, as I say that, I then will check the stat to tell you that uh, D Ramford is normally 79% from the line. She made sorry, the second. 75% from the line.
0: She made the second free throw, Schatz drives to the foul line, strong drive all
1: the way to the basket and kisses
0: it in. Rebecca Schatz,
1: that's her second
0: strong drive to the basket.
1: Interesting to see, Hunt's back out there to finish that first quarter, get some confidence back out there. Although I don't think she was losing, lacking any confidence at all.
0: Inside the last minute here at the AIS training hall, 18-23, to 23, the Institute trailed the Lightning, kicked back outside the Duke. She had her toe on the three-point line. Didn't make the bucket anyway. Shats the rebound. Dishes to Hunt. Down the left-hand wing on the drill. Ambitious pass to Newley under the basket, who receives, well, oh, she almost travelled in. Referee didn't call it. It swung back outside to Langford. Drives the left-hand baseline. Jacks up the shot, and she's called for a charging foul.
1: Tough one there, Langford. Ooh. I, uh, I didn't think they'd taken position that time. 23-18 with 22.4 seconds on the board, so Adelaide can run down to the quarter. That is the second for Langford.
0: The Lightning looking to make something from possibly the last play of the quarter. They lead by five points. Ranford dishes to Lindsay in the front quarter, offloads to Duke who throws it out of court. Foley was breaking the wrong way from her. She cut away from the key. She was expecting her to cut into the key. Now, being double-teamed is Hunt. She gets around Ranford and Juke. Kicks it back outside to Newley on the three-point buzzer. Can't hit it. Offensive board comes to Langford. She slipped over. And there is the quarter-time buzzer at the AIS training hall. The Adelaide Lightning lead the Australian Institute of Sport. 23 points to 18, the margin. Five points at quarter-time.
1: Looking at the scorers for the AIS, they haven't had the spread that Adelaide have. And Adelaide, leading scorer on the floor is Tracy Garn with six points. Then it's back down to Sam Woosnam, also Narelle Lindsay, and uh, just trying to think. King. And King, thank you, in the 11. All with four points. Then it's two points apiece to the... Oh, I thought that was just, sorry. Uh, to Jess Foley and also D Ramford. Oh, no, D Ramford with one. It's uh, Rebecca Duke with two so for the AIS it is Katie Ray Esri with six points Carla Francis with four along with Rebecca Shutt and five for uh, Francis and Schott then two points to young Nicole Hunt and uh, Hunt I was about to say Hunt her, now just looking like she's finding her way in this league she's looking a lot more confident this last few games that is for sure after uh well, a pretty tough start. Looking at some of the other stats at hand, Adelaide shooting at 52.9%, the IAS at 47. They've both had 17 shots from the field, which is a good sign that this game is fairly even. Turnovers, four apiece. Rebounding, it is nine rebounds for Tracy Garn, Four and five. Four are from the front court, five in the back court.
0: I think four of them were off one play. <laughs> it
1: was, could have well been. The only other rebounds here, uh, one apiece, for Lindsay and also Ramford. For the AIS, they only have five rebounds, uh, sorry, they only have eight rebounds in total. Three to Carla Francis defensively, and the rest are all singles.
0: Second quarter just about to get underway. Starting five for the Institute Langford, Hunt's. Shatz, Tolo and Molly Lewis on for her first minutes of the afternoon. For the Adelaide Lightning, it's Lindsay, Foley, Duke. Under the basket now, putting up the shot is Lindsay and she's fouled. The other two starters, Ranford and also Tracy Garn.
1: Well, 23 plays 18 here with only the first eight seconds of the second term underway. And Adelaide already going to the free throw line. That's not a good sign for this AOS side. Lindsay's
0: one for two for tonight for the free throw line. She's now two for three. Extends the lead 24 to 18. I think the Institute would be happy with the number of turnovers they've been able to force on Adelaide in that first quarter, Craig. is a substitution for the Institute. Katie Ebsery comes into the game. Nicole Hunt takes a sit-down. She is up to three personal fouls for the afternoon. She may be sending some extended bench time for the remainder of this match. Tolo underneath receives some shots. She's fouled by Foley. And Mariana Tolo will go to the free throw line.
1: Just Foley there, just pulling the hands back, not to, trying not to be called for it, but it was all too late. So, she's 52%
0: from field goals this season, Craig, second in the league to Tracy Beatty from memory. Obviously the tall girls preferring to shoot it from closer to the basket, hence their field goal percentage can be a little bit higher than the outside players. Misses the first free throw, Mariana Tolo makes the second, look confident on it. Chris Lucas, the coach of the Adelaide Lightning,
1: calls a substitution. Foley. sitting down his foley King back in that was Foley's second personal foul so opportunity to run the bench here wondering if uh, Leah Cannon is going to get a run she didn't get a, uh, a run from memory until very late in the game last night and obviously uh, Coach Lucas would want to give all his team as many minutes as possible
0: Duke gave it to King under the basket she put up a strong shot and up to six points for the afternoon having a good start to this match King
1: Adelaide out, point.
0: at the elbow, should make that, misses, off the back of the glass, was too strong on the shot. King got the rebound, gave it to Lindsay, into the front court, pushing to her teammate Ranford, outside the right hand perimeter, goes back to Duke, driving left hand baseline, Tolo got hands to ball, great work, Langford, forced to flick it into court, oh, it was a good pass to Schatz, down the centre, Ebsory down the right hand lane and knocks it in.
1: Closes the gap now, but AIS still have a fair bit of work to do here with 8.50 left on the clock in the half.
0: Ranford at the top of the perimeter, six points the lead to the Lightning. Ranford backing into Lewis, puts up a two-point J off the glass. They're looking to get inside as much as possible the Adelaide Lightning, particularly down on the low post, Craig.
1: Yes, they're trying to work this AIS side At the moment, not... Doing a bad job in defence, are uh, the AIS. But another whistle on the play. Just uh, didn't see a holding found there on Lauren King. Lauren
0: King, I think it was, on Rebecca Schatz. So it will be an institute ball on the left-hand sideline. comes out. Where's them back in. Schatz brings it through hands. Ebzeri now with Lewis. Up to toll at the top of the perimeter. Offloads to Ebbsbury, then makes her way under the basket. Mariana Tolo should make strong position there. Ebbsbury looked to give an ambitious pass to Francis with the give and go. Wasn't there, and it flicked out of court.
1: These turnovers are the costly ones. The AIS are just going to have to get a few defensive stops in here now if they want to close this gap.
0: Ranford driving hard
1: against Lewis.
0: Lewis not called for the foul. That's interesting. Francis rebounding from Dish Dishes now to Shat. Right-hand baseline. Totolo underneath the basket. Can't make it. Almost got her own offensive board. It comes now down to Lindsay. Pushes down the court. Cross court with the pass. King through hands to Ranford. Left-hand baseline outside the perimeter. Offloads back up the top. To Woosnam, clever pass to Duke under the basket. Oh. Should have done better. Francis tries to slap it from her and then it's out of court against Rebecca Duke. She caught it with her toe on the offensive baseline.
1: Honestly don't know how Kayla Francis got away with that one. She just crashed Rebecca Duke. Yeah,
0: it did seem to be a foul, but the referees let it go. Into the front court is Ebbsry for the Institute. They trail twenty one to twenty nine. All the
1: time in the world.
0: Fires from the three, misses it. Oh. Lindsay the rebound.
1: Boxing out, not good by the AAS at the moment. They've got to work harder in offence, particularly for the loose ball.
0: Woosnam backing into Tolo, but she loses the ball to Ebsery, who pushes down the left wing on the dribble. Schatz waiting freely on the three point line. Through hands to Lewis. Schatz has it now. Inside to Ebsery. Pulls up on the two point J. Just inside the paint. Couldn't hit the shot. Woosnam the rebound. The dribble down the right hand court. Passes now. King, through hands to Duke at the elbow, kicks it back outside to Ranford, drives against Lewis, left hand lane, puts up a strong shot, gets her own rebound, misses the shot. Tolo gets the rebound for the Institute and gives it backwards to Evsry. down the court to Shat, a two on two situation here for the Institute. Ev- under the basket was Francis, it's kicked back outside to Evsry to Lewis, the pass to Tolo, wasn't strong enough, intercepted by the Lightning and then... Molly Lewis gets the steal, but she's called for the foul, reaching in.
1: Yeah, she got ball, but also a bit of arm as well. That's unlucky on Lewis, who, uh, well, the AIS still down by eight, but it is still a worry for Coach Ireland because uh, they just are, I think, rushing in offence a little bit too much. And then sometimes when they do have that open look early, they're not taking it and they're allowing, uh, they're allowing Adelaide to reset their defence before they do go into their, uh, into their play. I think uh, just, some, just some poor decision making, but young team, this is what they're here in the Defence Jobs WNBL to learn.
0: Timeout called at the AIS Training Hall by the Adelaide Lightning coach. Chris Lucas, his side leads 29 points to 21. Interestingly though, there's only been 6 points to 3 scored in this second quarter, Craig. The momentum in terms of scoring has certainly slowed down. There's been a lot of missed shots. Transition basketball partially, but they're just not making the buckets.
1: Don't quite know. Coach Lucas had them out of their uh, timeout huddle quite quickly then. The AIS only just returning to the floor now with two seconds left to go before the timeout is over. Wuzum Foley, Bowley is out there for the uh, late Lightning along with King and Lindsay. For the AIS, it's Esri, Martin, it's Francis... Hunt and Tolo. That's the starting five from memory.
0: Bowley with the ball now. Kicks it back outside. Lindsay through hands to Duke. Duke fakes the shot. Francis didn't fall for it though. Passes underneath to Foley. Jucks up the shot. Can't make it. Rebound comes to Francis. Dishing to Ezra. Great pass underneath oh. the basket. Almost to Schatz. Was very ambitious. He intercepted nicely by Lindsay. On the right hand dribble. Dishes to King in the front court. She unloads underneath. Bowley kicks it back outside to Woosnam. Can't take the three, then she gets a screen from Foley. Bounce past the King at the top of the perimeter, down to eight seconds on the shot clock. Turn around, Jay, it would be a magnificent shot. Can't make it, off-hands, out of court against the Adelaide Lightning Institute ball on the defensive baseline.
1: So, the Institute, Jess Foley taking a moment to get up off the uh, ground there, John. Just uh, limping back into position, took a bit of a knock.
0: Hops to her feet now. She's walking a little gingerly down the centre of the AAS training hall court, but she appears to be, well, somewhat okay. She's staying on court. Ebsery doing the ball handling duties for the Institute. Can she conjure something oh. up? Oh, folly the steal. Maybe she was just faking, sharking almost with that injury. Craig drives all the way to the basket. A beautiful intercept. Ebsery looking to pass the shots. Foley was a wake up to that, got in between and drove down the right-hand lane. They got it to a 10-point advantage now. The AIS have to get a score. Martin fires for two. That's just their fifth point of this quarter. We're almost halfway through it. 5
1: minutes 27 remaining in it. Bowley there getting worked on by Francis. That's a mismatch. Foley fires for three and she hits the bucket. That's she exactly is exactly what the AS did not want there, and they just need to continue to keep their D up on target and not waste opportunities in the front court as a whistle barely, barely off the ball has been called for
0: the foul. Jess Foley, an Institute player in the 01-02 WNBL season, 30% from the three-point arc this season. She is one to watch from beyond the perimeter. Nikita Martin to Tolo receives in between the paint and the three-point arc to gaze on for her first minutes. France is now under oh, the basket, has it stripped of her. A foul could have almost been called against Lindsay, but it wasn't. It falls out of court, 15 seconds on the shot clock. Institute ball on the offensive
1: baseline. Shot's inbounded here. They've got uh, Martin set up in the corner. If they can get it to her, she's all by herself. Gaze pulls up for the two-point J on the
0: baseline. Almost dropped. Didn't throw off the iron. Lindsay the rebound. Pushes down the court. Gaze guarding her. They make their way back into their defensive positions, the Institute. Great pass coming from Bowley. King in there. Called for the foul is Nikita Martin. Mm. She's up to her second,
1: yes. That is a real worry, the, whilst both teams are on three team fouls apiece, it is uh, still a worry of the number of fouls that the AS have racked up here in the total of the game.
0: Woosnam receives the inbound pass, kicks it across the arc, finds Lindsay.
1: A clever little roll
0: pass under the basket to Bowley to Foley who drives all the way. She's up to nine points for the afternoon, Jess Foley. She was only on two at quarter time, seven points in this second quarter. We've still got four minutes thirty to play.
1: Francis in the paint. Oh, shot blocked that time by Foley. Gets it Polo back. To Polo. Fires the two
0: from the elbow and
1: hits the bucket. Uh, again, just still not looking very confident, are the AAS at the moment. Down to a nine point deficit with four minutes left to play in the half. Tolo, three points for the afternoon. She'd like to get into some higher scoring, point scoring
0: figures before half time. King fires from abroad. Count, make the shot. Francis brings the ball up on the dribble. Dishes the gaze. In mid-court, works her way into the front court, Over to the left-hand side, Nikita Martin. Doesn't dribble, passes backside to Gaze.
1: Tolo, that's where she's got to make position, under the basket. Up to five points for the afternoon. And that was better because Francis and Tolo were both playing inside, so the Adelaide team couldn't collapse in on the toll. The pass by Gaze was terrific. Tolo made great position, used her
0: body very effectively. King with the ball for the lightning. Dishes outside. Lindsay fires from beyond, can't make the shot. It's tipped out of court
1: by the Institute yes, or by the Lightning? By Francis. Francis was tapping away the ball. I don't think the Lightning got a touch. But it is uh, Nicole Island who calls the timeout here as we are getting into the stretch towards the half time break. And uh, I, I think the AAS have improved somewhat, but they're still down by nine points. You would
0: like to see them just draw perhaps a little closer before half time, Craig, because they have played. Reasonable basketball, I think their defensive uh, basketball in this second quarter has been better than the first, but they haven't been able to match their first quarter heroics at the
1: offensive end of the court. No, it was a good start by the AAS but they just, once again, I think just are missing a little bit of experience when it uh, comes into that offensive move because just a, a few decisions have been going the wrong way.
0: Running through other winners in round 11 of the WNBL. We mentioned Dandenong over Bulleen. Townsville defeating Perth, keeping their top four aspirations alive. 83-62. to Kraus with 17 points. Cox 16. Camino 15. For Perth, Militia Marsh 16. Angela Marino 15. Carly Wilson just three points in that encounter, Craig. She was well held. So two of the big guns this round. Holly Grimer with seven points. And Carly Wilson with three, that is very surprising.
1: Well, it's not because uh, particularly Wilson, she's been playing big minutes every game and doesn't have a lot of help. So the Perth side you know, are a bit one-dimensional and so I think uh, to me it's not that surprising. As Adelaide going into a fence again, the shot doesn't drop by Garn from outside the arc and Woosden will come up with the rebound eventually. Driving left-hand
0: lane, there goes Garn against Tolo. Tolo got a strong block on the ball, but she used her body in the process and called for the foul. Mariana Tolo, that is her first personal
1: of the night, so nothing too much to worry about. It's just that uh, the AIS aren't getting the defensive shots they need. Tolo's second personal foul now, as Garn's back at the line. They, They really need to get those defensive shots, but... Whilst they have had a few defensive stops, they haven't converted at the other end. Tracy Garn up to 7 points for the
0: afternoon. She's now up to 8 with those free throws. She hit 6 points in round 10 against the Institute. Already up to 8 points with 3 minutes remaining in this second quarter. Turnover against Francis. Lindsay the intercept for the Lightning. Makes her way down the court. Foley fires for 3 off the back of the iron. Can't make it. Offensive board to Woosdom. Off the glass.
1: Makes the bucket. Yeah, just Woosnam was able to take the rebound as she turned in the paint. No one in front of her made for an easy layup. Gaze passes across to Schatz,
0: left-hand perimeter. Finds Newley who's open. Doesn't take the shot. King gets to her. Schatz drives to the free-throw line. Backing back outside. Newley, right-hand corner. Just slipped the ball, was forced to go inside closer. Can't make it off the back of the iron. Foley down the court now for the lightning. Received it from Garn who got the rebound. Looks like Elise Ironmonger will check in for her first minutes of the afternoon. Lindsay drives to the elbow, bounce past the gun, left-hand baseline shot, bounces off the back of the iron. Francis got a good tap down the court to Schatz. She looks to drive, kicks it back outside to Newly. fires the three, she's good from here, can't make it though. Schatz got a hand to the ball, but straight to Foley. Left-hand wing, Newly guarding her, into the front court now for the lightning. Passes to Lindsay, setting up with the number one player, she instructs her four teammates. Gay's yeah, guarding her, makes her way to the left hand pruner, back outside to Garn, through hands to King, distributing now, driving nicely is Woosden to the line, Tolo a big block on the ball. Great defensive work, unfortunately goes out of court on Mariana Tolo. Unfortunately
1: too it was, uh, Tolo had got the block off but she couldn't quite secure the ball. It went over the baseline, so Adelaide are getting a reset with two seconds left on the shot two clock. Two seconds
0: left on the shot clock. Inbound pass off an Institute hand, so Adelaide Lightning now with one second on the shot clock with the inbound pass on the offensive baseline. They'll need to be quick. Quick one underneath to guard, who puts up the shot. She's fouled by Shatz. Gee, the Institute it's would be important. disappointed without
1: Hands in that situation, hands are kept out there and Shatz just reached in. Uh, Garn was putting the shot up, but...
0: Well, the rush shot as well, wasn't it?
1: It was, so the percentages were not to fail in that situation. Garn
0: goes to the line for the Adelaide Lightning. Makes the first free throw. She's shooting well from the charity strike tonight. Now up to nine points with this one. She can go to double figures before half time. Tracy Garn makes the second. Elise Ironmonger in for her first minutes. Passes to Kate Gays. so... More of an inexperienced lineup at the moment for the Institute. Newly, Ironmonger, Gaze, Tolo and Schatz. As Gaze fires from the right-hand perimeter. Can't make it. Schatz, a strong offensive board. Gets it back outside. Gee, she was stripped of it. Almost dealt with by fouls. Woosnam carried the ball, I thought. Referee didn't call it. She makes her way into the front court against Tolo. Offloading now. Through hands. Gets it to Foley. Foley up the top, woos them, fakes the three against Tolo, pulls up just inside the perimeter, back outside to Ranford, Ranford being guarded by Schatz, good defensive work, two seconds on the shot clock, the shot is put up by Garn, can't make oh. it, Schatz and Garn collide, no foul called, Foley wants the foul on Schatz, because Garn went down, she's I made thought, her way
1: to a the la- oh, sorry, I thought um, Schatz touched it last too, but... For the A.S. Lux of Fortune, long pass into Tolo, gets it immediately to Gaze. Gaze could go all the way here, stripped by Foley. So she was protesting for one end. Now she has to just, uh, well, be a little bit submissive as her third foul is called. Worsham called for the foul, in fact. They were both in that play. Gee, that's an interesting one because uh, Foley's arm was the one that was slapping away, was the one that slapped away at. Uh, the AS player.
0: Nicole Island, the coach of the Institute of Sport, calls another timeout with a couple of minutes remaining in this second quarter. The Institute trail 27-42. 15 points the lead to the Adelaide Lightning. Leading scorer on the court is Tracy Garn with 10 points. 9 points to Jess Foley for the Institute. 8 points to Katie Evsery. They are the leading scorers on the
1: court today. Mm. 42 plays 27. And the worry continues for the AS because they just haven't, since that first quarter, just haven't looked as cohesive.
0: Well, Chris Lucas
1: has really shut down the offensive
0: game of the Institute in this second quarter. They are a very, very good defensive team, the Adelaide Lightning. In fact, they sit second in points against this year, or second lowest. They're only averaging 68 points against them per game. The AIS are averaging 80 points against them per game, to put that in some kind of context.
1: But 75 is their scoring. Mm, which 75 is... per game, holding their opposition to 68. Mm. That is why they are up the top of the uh, Defence Jobs
0: WNBL. Similar to Canberra in some respects, not the highest scoring team in the league, but they certainly do hold their opposition to quite low scores. Kate Gaze at the free throw line with 46 seconds remaining. In this first quor- second quarter, she can't make the first free throw back it. In fact, this is her first free throw sequence of the season, Craig. She has yet to shoot one
1: before that. She misses the second. Oh <laughs> the offensive board and kisses it in off the glass. Yes, 42 place, 29 with 35 seconds left to go in the half.
0: Adelaide Lightning into the front court. Tracy down, left-hand dribble to Ranford. Being guarded by Gaze, 29-42, 13 points, the Adelaide Lightning lead. Oh, Garn was almost carried there by Ranford. Woosnam at the top, drives through the elbow against Tolo. Tolo called for a foul. She got a big block on the ball. Luella Tomlinson jumps to her feet. I think a bit of sympathy there because Tomlinson often makes that play as well. She goes for the ball, strips them of it, but also a bit of body contact.
1: And the bonus, though, so it just gives Woosnam a 3-2 uh, shots.
0: Woosnam at the free throw line. Hangs the first one straight through the net. 75% from the charity strike this season. The second misses off the back of the iron. Ironmonger gets the offensive board. Gaze with 17 seconds remaining. The Institute will have the last play of this first half. Being guarded strongly by Ranford. Tolo looking to set a screen, Woosnam will wake up to that, Gaze fires with 7 seconds remaining. Tolo almost got the offensive board, Woosnam now down the court, 1 second remaining. Ranford throws up the prayer, can't convert from mid court. And that is half time at the AIS training hall. The Adelaide Lightning lead 43 points to the Institute 29 in round 11 of the Defence Jobs WNBL.
1: Looking at the scorers up to half time and it is gone with 10 points leading the way. From Foley with nine. Then a, a, a seven points for Sam Woosnam. Uh, in fact, no, that's, yep, seven points for Sam Woosnam. Then back to six points for Lauren King and also for Norrell Lindsay. Three points for the D. Uh, Ramford and two points for Rebecca Duke. Don't think I've missed everyone there, John. AIS, well, the leading scorer is still Katie Ray Evsery with Tolo, seven points. Rebsery with 8, 5 apiece to Schatz and Francis and 2 points to uh, the 22 in Nicole Hunt starter this evening and uh, well the foul count the real worry out there is Hunt with 3 also on 2 for the AIS uh, (laughs) as we get the rest of the stats for you now Um, also on 2 personal fouls Langford and uh Looking there is Maya Newley. Newley only had played eight minutes of this game, so a bit of a worry that she is sitting on two personal fouls. For the Lightning, it's only Foley on two and King on two. That is any sort of concern. Uh, The turnover stats, five for the Adelaide Lightning to ten for the AIS. Now that is where only one turnover by Adelaide in that quarter to six against the AIS. That was the turning point, really. Rebounds, 23 to 25. So once again even, but I think the AS need to up their intensity in their front court. Looking at the leading rebounders, though, already a double double for Tracy Garn: 10 rebounds and and 11 points on the score sheet. Hold on a second. Well, that's interesting. Jess Foley on this score sheet is on 11 points, and uh, Tracy Garn's on eight. I'd There's be inclined
0: inclined to fire the score sheet. Yeah. You, okay.
1: So that is that is a slight difference there on the scoreboard here at the half time break. As uh, I was saying, so Garn hasn't got the double double just as yet. Um, I imagine that Foley and Garn have been credited with uh, one score against each other. But uh, otherwise, look, it is a fairly even game. But uh, the AIS just need to lift their intensity and uh, make some better decisions in offence, really box out on the offensive glass as well. And I, I think the AIS could get themselves back into the game. They trail at the moment, though, 43-29. to 29.
0: 14 points the margin at halftime at the AIS training hall. Back soon for more Defence Jobs WNBL action on Sport Radio. Welcome back to the second half action in the Defence Jobs WNBL between the Australian Institute of Sport and Adelaide Lightning underway, it is the Institute's ball, they trail 29 points to 43 at the AIS Training Hall, Nicole Hunt makes her way into the basket flicks up the basket, Francis the offensive board underneath, off the right hand glass, gets her own offensive board again a third one, Ack outside to Ebbsbury, a fresh 24 seconds Nikita Martin fires for three, can't hit the shot, them a strong rebound Pushes down the right-hand lane. Now on the left-hand dribble, bounce pass backwards to Foley, who makes her way into the front court. Ebsery guarding her, dishes to Narelle Lindsay, and there's a foul off the board. And Katie Ebsery is being called for a foul on Jessica Foley.
1: That's her third personal now. I think you're fine. And it is. Oh Good no, of... her second. Sorry, her second.
0: Good of action
1: happening off the ball. Inbound
0: pass, left-hand side for the. Adelaide Lightning, Lindsay receives from Woosnam, dribbling round the right hand arc, bounce past to King, looking for Foley underneath the basket, drives all the way herself King, she's having a great game, up to 8 points.
1: Yeah King is just looking very confident and more confident as the game goes on, doing well so far tonight.
0: Averaging 9 points a season this year, Lauren King, underneath the basket, Francis on the 3 point, Jay can't hit the shot. Ford fortuitously falls to Katie Ebsary on the other side of the basket. A fresh 24 seconds for the Institute. Ebsery receives from Hunt, pulls up the two-point J.
1: Gee, it rolled in and out, did a lap of the ring cage. Again, no boxing out in offence there by the uh, AIS. They're just not getting, they're just not getting themselves into position to go and contest the uh, ball when it doesn't drop
0: be interested to see the stats of how they shot the ball in the second quarter as opposed to the first. Because I know they're up around 40% in that first quarter, Craig. But the second quarter, they really did drop off. Foley drives strongly. Foul wasn't called. Francis the rebound. Oh, oh. passes across their own defensive key. Hunt, but it was intercepted. Foley fires up for the three. And
1: that really hurts. That's Jess Foley's second three of the afternoon. Foley uh, moves up to... Well, I I guess we have to call that 13 points for the game. No, 15, check that. 14 points for the game if we go off the uh, score sheet, not the scoreboard. Hunt thinks about the three. Just to let you know, as she drives baseline, has it, I think. uh,
0: Flicked out of court, so she actually
1: lost control of it and came out of court. Okay, AIS shooting at 40.6% for the half. AIS, so doing a little bit better, in fact. 38.5 was the Lightning. But it was 39 shots to 32, and it's starting to get ugly here at the training hall.
0: Last time these two teams met, the Institute shot the ball at just 32% and 0 from 12 from the three-point arc. So they are shooting it better this afternoon, but they still need to improve. Nikita Martin pulls up at the elbow, dishes back outside to Francis, finds Ebsery at the free throw line, outside to Martin, three oh, point great is blocked block
1: shot and time
0: King got a big hand to the ball as Nikita Martin looked to shoot the three and the shot clock expires, they're out of time, a turnover, the lightning ball.
1: 50 plays 29 here with seven minutes, 25 seconds left to go in the third turn and it's out to a 21 point ball game. As the AIS really have to do some work here in D. Langford and Schatz have checked into the game. Driving oh. hard was Garn. Francis just tried to she strip She grabbed her the ball. She grabbed the ball. Garn kept moving and that was what forced the travel because she wasn't able to dribble it any further.
0: Great work from Kayla Francis.
1: It was a gutsy move.
0: She is a very good player from both ends of the court. Hunt to Schatz on the left-hand perimeter. Gets away from her opponent. Drives to the elbow. Foul is called on Jess Foley. Schatz makes the basket, but it won't count. And Foley is up for her third personal of the afternoon. So something for Chris Lucas, the coach of the Adelaide Lightning, to think about.
1: Yep, and Foley is going to sub out here. D. Ranford will come in at the next break in play. Over the top, Francis gets the ball. Oh, kick-off immediately to Langford, but Langford's shot was short.
0: She got her own offensive board, kicks it back outside to hunt a fresh 24 seconds for the Institute. Chats received from Hunt, now dishes into the corner, Tolo underneath the basket to Francis in the paint, Nicole Hunt cuts the key, received, couldn't make the bucket off the glass, it was a good move, the execution just not quite there, Woosnam drives to the elbow then backs it back out, Kayla Francis, great defence from her, wasn't letting her through in a hurry, Woosnam receives the ball back from Lindsay, pulls up at the elbow, bounce pass to Garn. Garn looking to go underneath to the basket. Finds Foley. Three seconds on the shot. Can't hit the three-point J. Oh, it's intercepted, though. Narelle Lindsay to Garn underneath the basket. The pass from Tola intercepted by Lindsay to Garn. The shot counts. Disappointing result there for the Institute after they forced them into the last two seconds on the shot clock, Craig.
1: Garn's got a double-double here with six minutes and five seconds left to go in the third term. And I think uh, Coach Ireland has called for a timeout. Timeout call by the AIS. And, uh, well, she's just got to get this team focused again. They were great out of the blocks early in the game, but uh, it has just slipped back as the uh, work rate and the intensity off the glass hasn't been there. And uh, it was highlighted in the previous uh, play when it was Hunt that was the, with the only flash cut action to the basket.
0: Absolutely, Craig. One player who... It's probably not having as big an impact as she had in recent weeks. Kayla Francis, five points at the offensive end of the court. But looking at her previous two rounds, Craig, 22 points last round in round 10 against Perth. 23 points against Townsville in round nine. She's averaging 12 points a game, just enjoying an absolute outstanding season.
1: Yeah, look, uh, up to half time, only had six looks at the basket and uh, converted two of them. One of them from outside the, uh, outside the perimeter. And I would like to see the, the AIS start to use shats. Maybe Molly Lewis do a bit more long-range stuff because while they're 0-7 from outside the arc, it is still a good way of breaking up that defence which is really clogging up the key.
0: Inbound pass will come from Emma Langford on the offensive baseline. Dishes to hunt outside the perimeter. Makes it way over to Francis. Offloads, shats... Gets a screen from Francis, thought about pulling up for the shot. Instead, distributes over to Langford, left-hand perimeter. Drives now to the free-throw line. Underneath the tolo, off the glass, can't put it in. The move was there. It was good teamwork from the Institute. Francis, rather tolo shot, just didn't quite roll.
1: Ramford's going to set up the play here for Adelaide, as once again... Oh, it's uh, Nicole Island having a a long chat with Daryl Corcoran. She's got a warning now, so the next one will be a tech foul.
0: And a reset on the 24-second shot clock. So that was against Nicole Island, the acting senior coach tonight, the new assistant coach normally of the AIS. Adelaide Lightning Ball atop of the perimeter. Ransman has it, dishes to King underneath to Woosdom inside the paint, Tolo defending her outside, Lindsay fires the three with seven seconds on the clock and hits the three point J.
1: That's what I mean by getting her outside game working John, Adelaide are doing it now, if uh, we could see a bit of that from the AS, it just stops them from managing to collapse in on the tall like they just did on Kayla Francis. Uh, the foul has been called on Sam Woosnam. That is only her second personal foul. But once again, it's this ability that Adelaide are having to be able to collapse in on the one tall that's inside. They need to be able to open that up and get them back into a uh, uh, more man-on-man defence. Stop Gaze.
0: them collapsing. Passes to Langford. Thank you for that insight, Craig. Francis thinks about the three-point J. Doesn't make it. This is better. Langford to okay. tall under the basket. She's blocked by Narelle Lindsay, but the move was there, Craig. They worked it out better between them as Mia Newley and Molly Lewis check into the game, Rebecca Schatz checks out, and Emma Langford also takes a sit-down on the Institute bench. With 14 seconds on the shot clock, 4 minutes 50 seconds remaining in this third quarter, pulling up Mia Newley onto the court
1: from the right-hand baseline, hits the 2.0. point J. Yes, good work then from Newley. We want to see more of that because that is what will take to get the Adelaide defence to double, to double think and take a few double takes which will give the AIS some room. As Ramford sets up in the front court it's Nerida Cooper into the game for her first minutes of the afternoon. Good layup that time by King who moves herself up to eight points before the game. In fact, it was Lindsay, my apologies. She's on 11 points. Newly cutting baseline, Gaze ignores that, dishes
0: to Lewis at the top of the perimeter, looking for Tolo, awkward pass, it falls to Francis who puts it in from just outside the key. That
1: was lucky, but again you could see the collapsing defence left Francis that way, Mm. they need to start working on that. Adelaide are just collapsing, 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 they have to get the inside out going, and the AIS could pull themselves back in.
0: The Lightning lead by 24 points, King backs in strongly against Molly Lewis, and converts off the glass. She's up to 10 for the afternoon. Lauren King having an outstanding game.
1: Yes, and they've got some good three-point shooters here, the AS. I hope they start to use it.
0: Yeah, he's one of those. Elects not to fire. There's a blocking foul. Cooper against, against Cooper on Kayla Francis.
1: Yep, so <laughs> Cooper, her first personal foul. And 59-33.
0: Can they make inroads into this deficit? The Institute, they trail by 26 points. 3 minutes 42 on the third quarter clock. 59 to 33, the score. Inbound pass, left-hand wing comes from Newley. Molly Lewis has it now on the perimeter to Francis. Oh, the give and go, great play. Newley missed the bucket though. Francis gets the rebound. It's flicked back out from the elbow. Fires, can't hit the shot. The lightning through Ranford. Quickly down the court on the transition. The Institute get back in defence. Around the perimeter, King, Dishing, Duke, underneath the basket. Oh, Oh, it's blocked by Tolo. Terrific defensive effort. And then Duke travels as she looks to go again for the shot.
1: Yeah, Duke is, uh, as I was saying last night, she's got white line fever. Nicest girl off the court you'll ever meet. But such a card competitor and uh, will not be happy. That uh, the AIS managed to put a blocker on her shot. Former
0: Institute player in the 03 04
1: WNBL season, still just
0: 19 years of age, as Lewis fires the three and converts from the left hand baseline. <laughs> Molly Lewis on the scoreboard for her first points of the afternoon, and what better way to do it than a three point J as Norrell Lindsay at the other end just goes down the right hand lane off the glass.
1: Newley now has to set up on the right side. Looks like uh, Lewis, well, she could have had a shot, and she gets it now. I Munger puts up a good screen. Again, no one working in the paint there for the rebound for the AIS. 61 plays, 36. Here with two minutes 30 left to go
0: in the third turn. 25 points the margin. Narelle Lindsay, up to 15 points for the afternoon, receives a beautiful pass
1: from Duke, and just went down the right-hand lane. Yep. Gaze now, goes left side to Lewis. Again, they're just not, oh, they've found Ironmonger there. 12 foot J from the, right, from the left lane was good. Just about to say, once again they collapsed again and that's what left Ironmonger open. They've really got to start working that.
0: Ranford, distributes over the top. Cooper, King, left-hand perimeter. Back outside. Lindsay fires for three and she's up to three triples for the night.
1: 15 points for Narelle Lindsay now with a minute 45 left to go in the third term.
0: Great work from her. Narelle Lindsay enjoying an outstanding game.
1: Once again, the AIS are collapsing a little bit and that's why they're finding Lindsay because uh, Adelaide are, are good enough to play that extra pass. This time Newley was cutting to the baseline when Francis was giving it to her on the wing. Ball out of bound over the side. Substitution.
0: Cannon comes in for her first minutes of the afternoon for the Adelaide Lightning. Katie Ebsery back onto the court for the Institute of Sport. Cannon receives Ebsery guarding her in the back court, pressing her strongly. Cannon works it into the front court, passes to Foley outside the right-hand perimeter. Cooper with the ball now, looking to cut was Ranford ignores that. Cannon receives almost travelled. Ebsery guarding her. Duke right-hand perimeter drives baseline. Cuts it back across, but the pass was intercepted by Katie M3 Down the centre of the court, Foley tried to flick
1: it away. M3 drives left-hand lane, draws the foul and converts the bucket. Cannon gets her first personal foul. In fact, Cannon gets her second personal foul. Wondering if she's been on court long enough to have two. Or did it go up on the scoreboard just so quick? Well, it's definitely Cannon's first, so that just went up on the scoreboard quicker than I could see it.
0: I was going to say, I don't think you can be registering fouls from the bench, but who yeah, knows? Yeah, you can, actually. Katie Ebzeri, well, you can, as Nicole Weiland, I think, found <laughs> out earlier in the <laughs> year, She's the coach, her coach her, of the yeah. Institute. Katie Ebzeri couldn't convert the three-point play. 40-66 to 66 is the score. Less than a minute remaining in this third quarter. Foley's fouled by Molly Lewis as she jacked up the shot. That is Lewis's second personal foul, both at this end of the court in the third quarter. Jess Foley going to the line to shoot a pair. She's a good free throw shooter, 80% this season. What can she conjure here? Rattles in the first. She did rattle in, well described Craig, because it wasn't anything, wasn't just nothing but net, was it? It was a bit of ring involved as well. Short on the second, Ironmonger flicks it into the front court, but... It's worked over by the Adelaide Lightning.
1: 50 seconds left in the the third term.
0: Foley. Dishes to Duke. Duke now Ranford. Looking underneath for options inside. It's pretty open there. Foley cuts in now. Dishes back
1: outside to Duke. The three-point shot. Oh, she's hit it. Again, Duke was playing outside. They saw Foley inside. Ironmonger rolled off her player in Duke. And Foley's good enough to look around, sees the open man. She knew she was getting double teams and just found Duke there for three. Duke goes to five points for the game.
0: Francis fires from beyond the arc, can't hit the shot. Foley with 19 seconds remaining in this third quarter. The Adelaide Lightning can set up for the final play. Ranford now dribbles into the front court for the Adelaide Lightning. Down to eight seconds and counting. Seven, six to the elbow, kicks it back outside. Foley puts up the lane, can't hit the shot. Newley gets the rebound, throws up a prayer from half court. Can't make it. But importantly, the Adelaide Lightning did not score. But at three-quarter time at the AIS Training Hall, the Adelaide Lightning with a convincing lead, 70 points to 40, 30 points to the margin, Craig. The Institute, well, they're probably out of this game in terms of winning it, but they need to carry something away from this final quarter.
1: Yes, they do. And uh, just an interesting one here, the AIS play on Friday night. They are the final sport left in the AIS to break before they break for Christmas holiday. So the AIS uh, is really going to look for all those fans out there to come down, give them a big cheer off out of season 2006. They've got uh, one win so far this season. And, uh, well, I, I just, uh, you know, normally we get a few of the sports, but as it gets closer to Christmas, those sports uh, are already off on uh, Christmas holiday. So uh, for the listeners that uh, doing nothing Friday night. And, uh, well, we come down here, start your festivities down here at the training hall and then uh, move on to uh, the many and various pubs around the uh, traps afterwards, would be my call. Friday, the 22nd of December, the Institute take on ladder leaders,
0: Sydney Uni Flames. The Flames, a doubleheader in Canberra that weekend, well, over the Thursday, Friday. The Thursday, they take on the Canberra Capitals. That will be third versus first on the WNBL ladder at Southern Cross Stadium. So... A big weekend of basketball in Canberra in the WNBL from next Thursday and Friday. Other matches taking place. There's only four of them in Round 12. Adelaide will host Bulleen. And Townsville then will take on the Institute on Saturday. So the Institute will finish off the year against the Townsville Fire, who they've played a couple of times in the most recent few weeks. So we're getting to know that Townsville Fire team reasonably well, Craig. How are the stats looking to three-quarter time?
1: Well, look, it really fell off for the AIS in that third quarter. They were shooting at 25%. That was five shots made from 20 looks. They had more looks, in fact, than the Adelaide Lightning, who only put up 15 bombs, but with a 73.3%. It was 11 from 15 from the field. Four from five outside the arc. So an impressive display. Narelle Lindsay leading the scoring with 18 points. 13 points apiece to, uh, to Tracy Garn and Jessica Foley. 10 points for Lauren King. Lone, the player in double figures is Katie Ray Ebbsree with 10 points. Turnover count, 15 the AS 8 for the Adelaide Lightning. As we are already back underway and Rebecca Duke, has been fouled by, I think, Emma Langford.
0: She's been called for the foul, Rebecca Duke, in fact.
1: Oh, in fact, called for her. Okay, the, both bodies were grabbing and holding there. So good news for the AAF because uh, that is uh, one foul in the book already in this last quarter. They want to try... You know, one of the team goals for this AAS side is that they will always um, be competitive throughout the game. So it uh, used to be team goals like 20 points, maintain 20 points, disadvantage, that sort of thing. But uh, this year, it is stay competitive right the way through.
0: Well, they trail by 30 points at the moment. There is a foul called against the Adelaide Lightning. It will be an institute inbound pass on the baseline. At the opposite end of the Sport Radio commentary box, Lewis fires for three. Can't hit the shot from the left-hand baseline. Cooper the rebound for the Adelaide Lightning. Dishes to Foley. Crossover dribble. Gets around Molly Lewis. Can drive all the way. Dishes back outside the juke. Fakes the shot. Two point Jay. Nothing about net.
1: Yeah, good move by Duke that time. She moves to seven points for the game with nine minutes and ten seconds left to go in this game. 59 of the Defence Jobs WNBL season.
0: Newly fires for three. Langford, the offensive board, puts up the shot.
1: Can't convert the bucket, but she's fouled by Duke, I think. Duke. Yep, it's Rebecca Duke. That's her third personal.
0: With an excellent board from Langford, she deserved to make the shot, but she will go to the free throw line to shoot two charity strikes. She's yet to get on the scoreboard, she's on there for two personal fouls, and can't make the first bucket. Gee, just talk up her game, will you, John? Six points a game she's averaging this season. Craig makes the second. Just purely stating the facts, Craig.
1: (laughs) She's got one point now, so the goose egg is out of the points column.
0: Pretty even contribution for the Institute this afternoon as well. No standout scorer. Katie Emsbury, 10 points.
1: Duke's racking up the fouls here, but she puts the layup in. Goes to nine points for the game. Nine points, three fouls as we move to eight minutes, 30 seconds left to go in the game.
0: Newly Lewis pulls up at the elbow. There's a foul called. A travel is called, actually, against Molly Lewis. She checks out of the game, replaced by Rebecca Schatz. Double substitution for the Adelaide Lightning. Cooper and Foley take a sit-down, replaced by Lindsay and Bowley. Bowley hasn't seen court time since earlier on in this contest, Craig, so she'll be looking to enjoy this last corner and get some court time out there. She receives the ball now, dishes to Duke, works her way inside the paint. The pass was awkward for Bowley, fell back outside the Duke. Shat's got a hand in there. Cannon, dishes back outside. King fires for three, can't hit the shot. Good def- Offensive board came from Rebecca Shat. She dribbles down the court. Behind her back now. Makes her way to the foul line. Dishes back outside to Newley. Looking to go inside to Tolo. The pass was there, but the weight of Tolo was pushing away, and she couldn't recapture it, and it spills out of court.
1: Yeah, she's just trying to uh, back-back on uh, Cannon, it was. And uh, Cannon, a very slightly built girl. Tolo, much bigger, and uh, just moved a bit further than what was thought. But Esri makes the steal. Down, Newley can't get the layup, but Cannon has called for the foul. She is, and it will send Mia
0: Newley to the free throw line yet again in this final quarter. She's one from two from her other attempts. As there is a timeout called by Chris Lucas, the coach of the Adelaide Lightning, with seven minutes fifty-three remaining on this final quarter clock at the AOS Trading Hall. The score seventy-one, sorry seventy-four to forty-one, a thirty-three point major. Margin in favour of the Lightning. They led by 5 points at quarter time, 14 points at half time, 30 points at three-quarter time and now a 33-point margin. Craig, the Institute, well, they'd like to take something away from this last quarter as we mentioned. Where do you think that they can make some inroads into this deficit?
1: Well, they just need to play smarter on the offence and already we have seen a few opportunities go begging in this final term. We'd like to see them just... uh, work themselves in offence a little bit more. If they, you know, It's all well and good to play run and gun. You're behind by a lot. Run and gun's a natural game to, to try and play here. Fast transition, fast break basketball. But it, it could work if they can get down in one-on-one situations or two-on-one situations. Really, Adelaide's defence is getting back there. I'd like to see them set up more, get the inside out going and, uh, and start to... Uh, just go through their sets and, and really run through their sets a lot more than what they have been. Mia Newley at the free throw line to shoot two. 71.
0: 74 to 41. Mia Newley misses the first. She missed the first of her free throws last time. Made the second. Can she follow it up here and make the second basket? Shot on its way. is good. Nothing but net. That's Newley's
1: first points for the game by the scoreboard,
0: She is up to two points because she did make a free throw not long ago.
1: Three points, in fact, because she's. Oh, no, sorry. Newly. Yeah, she's made one from the field as well.
0: Well, There you go. The Uh, scoreboard.
1: Out to lunch today. We can't trust it.
0: And today I didn't do my own scorebook. Lindsay outside the three point arc. Bounce pass underneath. Bowley crashes into Langford. Misses the shot. Jump ball.
1: Arrow is Adelaide. Is AIS? Is sorry. Tolo and Bowley fighting over the basketball. I'm still. I still struggle with the light system. (laughs) The light is. It's a light on the bench here, not an arrow, John. And the light lights up for the direction, not for the team. As Martin gets the ball, Hunt works it round the perimeter, Langford to the corner. Oh, Schatz just gets a great drive into the basket and uh, changes over, left hand layup is good. Nice work into the front court is
0: Cannon for the Adelaide Lightning. Dribbling on her right hand, passes to Lindsay. Bowley, working it across the arc, King almost stripped of it by Schatz. Not much open inside, they're leaving the key very wide open at the moment, Woosnam outside the paint. Puts up the shot. Misfires. Great rebound from Tolo. Bounce past Nikita Martin. Down the left-hand wing on the dribble. Makes her way to the flank. Pass to Langford. Inside the paint. Against oh. Worsham She's fouled. I think the foul might have even
1: been called against Bowley, again. I think it is. Yep, yeah, it is on Bowley. Good so. call. Her first personal. Well, I don't know if I can trust the scoreboard at all, John. 74 to 44. 30 points be to her margin. Seconds.
0: King checks out of the game. She is replaced by Tracy Garn, who's back in.
1: And this is is critical. Brandon Parnell just pointing out to the crowd. Already five personal fouls, sorry, five team fouls on the Lightning. So every offensive, uh, sorry, every defensive foul now will send the AIS to the line. Langford doesn't disappoint. Nails both. Good work from the South Australian. Into the front court now are the Adelaide Lightning.
0: Lindsay has the ball on the right-hand dribble. AAS playing in zone. Passes across the court. Bowley at the top. Cannon outside the perimeter. Looking for something inside. Swing it now inside. Was woos them. Stripped of the ball though.
1: Shat's got the ball on the pass, but it rolled through her and she fouled Bowley on the way through trying to go after the ball. She got in a good position there. As I said, AAS has transitioned into zone here. We'll see if that helps them out. Cannon, inbound pass on the offensive baseline. To
0: Woosdom, underneath the basket, tried to put it in off the glass. Misfired, couldn't make the shot. Langford got the rebound. Passes to Schatz, dribbles into the front court. Right-hand wing, underneath the tolo, inside the paint. She fumbled the ball. It was a good pass.
1: It came off off Bowley's knee, so... Uh, Now I'm confusing myself. I'll go with Bowley.
0: (laughs) I don't think the Institute can believe their luck there. I think the referee... Well, according to the Adelaide Lightning anyway, may have misjudged it. Nikita Martin, left-hand perimeter. Fires from beyond the arc. There's an air ball too strong on the shot. Too many Wheaties this morning. Woosnam dribbles down on the right hand. Into the front court. Nikita Martin guarding her. Cutting. Lindsay fires. Misses. Nothing. Didn't even get the backboard. That was an air ball too strong on the shot. She's had too many Wheaties
1: too, Craig. Yeah, it is Hunt and Langford now work it out of the backcourt. 74 plays, 46, Tolo in the paint. They couldn't con- get the shot.
0: They're constantly looking to feed Tolo in this last quarter, which is good basketball. I'm surprised they haven't been doing it more all game.
1: Langford and Tolo are making good position inside now as Schatz just tries to dump it over the top. Touchdown. Oh, well, I thought it was touch out by Adelaide, but maybe that's a square up. Tolo sits down now, Francis comes back in.
0: Can Francis get into double figures? She's on seven points for the afternoon. Cannon dribbles into the front court. Woosnam receives. Hunt is screened away from her. Bounce pass came from Woosnam, chopped off by Francis. She's intercepted though by Woosnam. Makes her way to the elbow, dishes
1: back outside. Lindsay fires, she's up to 20 points. Lindsay has had a huge game tonight. And it is Narelle Lindsay, 20 points, no fouls. Well, we asked who was going to step up in the absence of
0: Aaron Phillips. Narelle Lindsay has answered that question, 20 points. She scored just five against the Institute last weekend.
1: Great cup flash from Emma Langford that time as she drove just from the uh, left elbow to the right baseline to make the shot. And now, Bowley's been called for elbowing Carly, Kayla Francis. And it will be an AIS ball from the side as uh, Emma Langford, uh, sorry, as uh, Francis sits down. An ironmonger, at least ironmonger comes into the game.
0: Bridget Bowley not tremendously happy about the call because it was an Adelaide it was, it was Lightning, personal. was an Adelaide Lightning ball at the time. Yeah. So anyway, Hunt on the left hand dribbles into the front court, passes, finds Nikita Martin. She's looking inside. Ironmonger there. Hunt receives. Dishes to Langford, fires the three, a long range. Gee, it was a
1: rainbow shot. AIS ball because Ramford couldn't control it before it went over the baseline. So the AIS get another possession here. 76 plays 48, 4 minutes and 23 seconds left to go in the game. Hunt just gets the hot pass, puts up a shot from the baseline, doesn't fall. Bowley, oh no, Duke, sorry, is out over the baseline. And it will be another AIS ball, 20 seconds left to go on the shot clock. 4 minutes, 19 seconds in the game. They have reduced
0: the deficit by two points, the Institute, in this final quarter. Schatz drives the foul line. She's fouled. Bowley's by... fouled
1: again. I
0: think it might have been Garn that time. No, no you're right. It was Bowley. Yeah. Daryl
1: Corcoran's red hot on Bridget Bowley tonight.
0: Bridget Bowley. So, another foul to her name.
1: It puts her on four. It does. Chris Lucas is just going to let her, I think, play out, though. See how long she can go on the uh, four oh,
2: fouls. It's a good experience. The scoreboard actually attributed it to Rebecca Duke
0: for her four foul. It flicked up to four. So we, yep, should, you're right. we should check that. Let's I hope the scoreboard's they right. Said six. Yeah, six or seven. It's hard to tell, but Bowley did appear to be in the contest, that's for sure. Gone. Drives inside the paint. Called for a blocking Uh, foul. He's Elise Ironmung, a fairly soft call that.
1: Yeah, just the forearm on the back. They've been letting it go for most of the game. Now Daryl Corcoran's getting red hot on it.
0: Cooper checking into the game, replacing Bowley.
1: Duke will inbound the ball as... um, Chris Lucas continuing his rotation. The bench wants to have a chat to Daryl Corcoran as they're just trying to work out now. Who the foul was called?
0: Lee Ironmonger.
1: Yeah, Lee well, Ironmonger did get the last foul. Correct well, call. Didn't uh, see it. Duke. AIS. I-
0: Offensive baseline, Garn. Receives the pass. Distributes back outside. In the hands of Lindsay now at the top of the perimeter. Works her way to Cooper. Cooper drives the elbow. Kicks it back outside. Ranford with a long shot just inside the three-point arc.
1: Foot on the line that time, but Ranford has got such a great range outside. Nice shot. 26 points, the 28 points, the margin as the shot. Duke's out of the game this time. Yep, that will be Rebecca Duke's fifth fifth personal. So... Raducke sit down. Three minutes and 41 seconds left to go in the game. She lasted another minute after the fourth.
0: That white line fever you spoke of, Craig. Oh, she's great.
1: Ringing true. She is great. She's a great competitor out on the court. As I said, nice girl off the court, but a, a fantastic competitor on. Emma Langford at the free throw line.
0: She makes three or four on average this season. She makes the first. Nice work from her, averaging six points a game as well. One of the middle tier players of this institute squad to be fair to say, Craig. And she makes the second. Good free throw shooting from Emma Langford.
1: She's going to be stepping up next season as uh, the scholarships have been announced. We'll get to them probably following the game when we start to speak to a few of the girls as well. Lindsay takes on the drive. At At the top, she's pulled up by Lindsay. Dishes to
0: Wurston. Hunt falls over. Kayla Francis kicks the ball out of court. Nicole Hunt makes her way to her feet now. She took a nasty fall there, Nicole Hunt. Yep. She appears to be okay, guarding Emma, Lindsay.
1: Ellie Manu there, great mark. She uh, just reached up from the bench full stretch and uh, a fantastic mark there. Greg. Manu gets the first possession of the game. You can't get away from the football cliches, can no, you, No, you've got to love them. <laughs> <laughs> Maya Neely steps in for Emma Langford. Duke. Woosnum has the ball.
0: Duke on the sideline. She has got five personal fouls to her name. Lindsay drives off the glass. Can't do it. Francis almost got the rebound. Garn did. Passes back to
1: Garn from Woosnam. Garn drives right-hand lane. Slots the shot. That was beautiful work from Woosnam. there. She had Francis rushing at her. Francis left Garn. So Woosnam with a little outside spin pass gets to Garn who cuts the basket for the uh, For the two points. 80 plays 52, and we've got two minutes 55 left to go in the game. Underneath the shats, who puts up the bucket. She banked it in. Didn't want to go for the layup in that situation, just went for the J and just nicely banked it in.
0: Woosnam, can she conjure up the quick response? Dishes to Ranford outside the perimeter. Lindsay. Two minutes 40 remaining in this final quarter. 80 to 54, the scoreline in favour of the lightning over the Institute. Nicole Hunt called for a push. <laughs> and Ramford foul. Ranford
1: was backing back into Hunt. Hunt had both hands trying to, you know, stop her from taking a ground. It was a foul, but it was just so funny, the mismatch. Dee Ranford is a very strong girl, and, uh, and Nicole Hunt not quite as developed yet as uh, Ranford. It was a big mismatch. Oh, Cooper with the Jackson play. Call Ran- that one through.
0: Ranford is, uh, well, she's quite a physical player. She's playing for a fourth WNBL club as well. She was a former institute player here, also spending times at Dandenong and Perth. Underneath the basket, Francis receives. It's knocked out of court. An institute ball on the offensive baseline. 11 seconds on the shot.
1: Well, I, uh, you didn't want to call the play, but it was a great move. Uh, Cooper was just on the, uh, on the right lane And the inbound pass went to her. She nailed the shot from the inbound pass. Molly Lewis finds range outside the arc.
0: Lewis records a three-pointer. Her second one of the night from memory. Firing now. Lindsay drives to the basket. She's called. Francis stepped in front of her. Called for the foul. Kayla Francis, that is her second personal of the afternoon. So nothing too much to worry about there for coach... Island underneath with the Jackson play again. Too easy. Woosnam received from Lindsay. Kate Gaze dribbles into the front court for the Institute. 84 to 57. The lightning lead. Oh, there's some, uh, some poor passing here. Oh, and there's another one. Kate Gaze, it's intercepted by Garn. All the way down the
1: court unattended. Knocks it in. Lewis gets the inbound pass to Gaze now. 86 plays, 57. Almost back out, what's that, 29 point margin here with a minute 35 left to go in the game. AIS getting a bit of a lesson from the, what did Julia White from the Canberra Times call this team? The Championship Pretenders?
3: Did, didn't, did.
1: didn't catch the news, the, uh, didn't catch the newspaper this morning, John. But a bit of rivalry between Chris Lucas and uh, Julia White of the Canberra Times coming out in print as
0: Lindsay fires for another three-point nets the shot she's four from beyond the arc tonight great work from Narelle Lindsay she is firing on all cylinders from the three-point territory
1: is indeed 89 plays 57 now with a minute 14 left to go in the match Schatz passes to
0: Taylor Francis in the front court the 1-2 back to Schatz looking inside Francis posting up there against Cooper Cooper gets a hand to the ball Gee, nice work from Woosnam, just kept it in court on the defensive baseline, got it to the advantage of Ranford, inside the last minute now here at the training hall. Cannon passes over the top to Cooper, Cooper finds Woosnam at the top, head fakes the three, pass back outside to Ranford, Ebsory gets a hand to the ball but it falls to Woosnam, to the elbow, puts up the shot and nets it, drains it from just inside the elbow.
1: Well, the AAS with 30 seconds now left to go in the game have had a, a lesson tonight. They had their opportunities early but just could not match the intensity of the Adelaide Lightning as newly and Lewis try to set something up. Lewis for another three. It was all net from the moment it left her hand. Molly Lewis, she's
0: fired three three-pointers tonight and takes it to nine points. She is the three-point specialist in this institute team 31. inside the last 12 seconds of this contest. Cannon with the ball for the lightning. Dishes over the top. There's a foul called off the ball. As wisdom joins the three. It won't count.
1: She's going to take three though from the line. Francis called on the foul. Oh no, it was on Cooper. It
0: was going on
1: underneath the basket. So it's only two. Off the ball. Two shots. Cooper. Very
0: heavy on the first free throw. Doesn't
1: make it. Right on the back of the iron that time.
0: And the second is strong as well. Hits the back of the iron. Bowley gets the offensive board. Fires the shot up. Lands out of court. Francis did get a hand to it though. So, lightning ball, the last play. 5.5 seconds remaining in the game. They go
1: for the Jackson play again. Cooper almost found space, but instead they went to Woosnam.
0: Woosnam drives from the foul line. Can't make the shot. Ebbs through the rebound. And there is the final court to buzzer at the AOS training hall. A convincing win for the Adelaide Lighting. 91 points to 60, 31 points the margin in this contest in round 11 of the Defence Jobs WNBL.
1: Yes, and Adelaide, well, they had a hiccup themselves last night for mine, and they are back on track with a strong performance, 31 point victors over the... AIS. Norelle Lindsay leading the way with 23 points. I'll go with the scoreboard and we can fix up the score sheet later, but 23 points to Norrell Lindsay, 13 points to Sam Woosnam and also Jess Foley, 16 points to Tracy Garn, another strong performance from her. Uh, then you go back to 10 points for Lauren King, 9 points for Rebecca Duke. Five points for the number eight, who isn't that very Ramford, D. Ramford. And two points for Nerida Cooper. And the AIS?
0: Five players in double-point figures for the Adelaide Lightning out of their eight scorers.
1: Yeah, 91 points is a a healthy score indeed. For the AIS, leading scorer on the floor. And we know, uh, well, we actually know it's uh, Foley with 15 points, Garn with 14 points. Because the score sheet was that two-point difference. For the AIS, the scorer, leading scorer, Rebecca Schatz, with 11. Katie Reesri with 10. Then it is back down to nine points for Emma Langford. Good game from her. Further back to seven points. I said Langford. Also on seven points is the 14 of Mariana Tolo. Then back further still to four points for Martin. Two for... Uh, isn't that terrible? Elite Ironmonger and also for Nicole Hunt. They are the scorers, as we hear from the coaches next. John, uh, your thoughts? Well, yeah, Adelaide Lightning
0: just a little bit too strong tonight. Or the afternoon, Craig, ninety-one points to sixty. The Institute looked pretty good early. They only trailed by fourteen points at halftime, but the third quarter was where it really blew out. They gave away an extra sixteen points in that third quarter. The Institute, so. Yeah, a lot of work to do, but let's hear now uh, from some of the players, Craig. Rebecca Schatz, welcome. Uh, Well, you didn't get the win tonight, but I suppose there was some good passage to play there, but just not four quarters of basketball.
3: No, um, first half was exceptional. We had a few great offensive plays. Um, Coming out second half, our third quarter, defense, we let it go.
0: Uh, On your own personal game, 11 points this afternoon. You must be fairly pleased with that.
3: Yeah, I came out as very third of this game. I uh, would have liked a few more jump shots, but didn't, didn't knock down.
0: Now you've got the uh, well acting head coach this afternoon, Nicole Island, uh, standing next to uh, a different coach. How did you find that today, as opposed to having Dean?
3: Yeah, Nicole did a great job. Um, she gets us revved up every game, and to have her as a head coach was even special.
0: So you've got a couple more games before the Christmas break. Are you going to be heading home over the Christmas break?
3: Uh, yeah, um, head home. We've got a game on the 24th up in Townsville. Um, and we head home the next,
0: on the 23rd, sorry, and we head home on the 24th. And you know, I, I assume you're heading back into state. Where will you be heading? Yeah, I'm heading back to Brisbane. Brisbane, yep. okay. Well, Rebecca, bad luck today. Thanks for having a chat to us on the Sport Radio. And, uh, well, we look forward to seeing you in the uh, remainder of the WNBL season. Emma Langford, oh, sorry, Rebecca Schatz joining us there. And now, Nicole Island. Nicole, how did you find, personally, that, uh, stepping up into the coaching role this afternoon?
4: Oh, I mean, I looked forward to it. Uh, Dean had given me a lot of uh, cues and instructions, so we just tried to follow our normal game plan, keep it the same way. Uh, I thought, you know, it's a bit frustrating. We're in the game at half-time, and then the third quarter really disappointed us with our defence, and uh, the teams blow us out, they hurt us, and we had to play catch-up. And, uh, yeah, it's a hard situation to come back to.
0: You must have been pleased with the first quarter. You are only trailed by five points a quarter time, and the first quarter is where you've really maybe struggled at certain times throughout the season where... Perhaps you've got into almost a losing position by a quarter time. At least at quarter time today, you're well and truly in the contest.
4: Yeah, definitely. I was really proud of the girls, the way they came out against one of, you know, the top team. And we showed that we can play with them. And that's why when this happens, you know, 30-point loss, it really is more disappointing. Uh, so it's just, the girls have just got to learn that it's a 40-minute game. And, uh, you know, we fixed our third quarter and we might be still in the game at the end.
0: Uh, Nicole Hunt, she's uh, a fairly new addition to this Institute squad. How are you uh, tracking her progress at the moment?
4: Oh, look, Nick Hunt's been an inspiration, really. And at a height, she's so small. but She's a terrier and she plays a, has a big heart and plays with it. Um, she'll just keep getting better and better with, with every game, with more conditioning, more instructions, more individuals' work. Um, yeah, but she's been, she's been a great addition and helping at our point guard spot because that's where we struggled. So, yeah, she's good for us.
0: Now looking towards next week you take on ladder leaders Sydney, so a big contest here on Friday night, then you're back up on the Saturday, I think, against uh Townsville in Townsville. So a couple of pretty big games for the girls next
4: week. Yeah, it definitely doesn't get any easier but this is what we play for to play some tough teams. Um Sydney will be a tough another tough game. Um just gotta try and fix those third quarters and stay in each game quarter by quarter. Um and then going up to Townsville, a run gun stun team, so We've got our work cut out for us for next week before Christmas.
0: Well, Nicole, thanks for joining us for a chat on Sport Radio. We appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you in action and the girls in action uh, for the remainder of the WNBL season. Let's hope they can get one or two more wins on the board through, uh, before the season's out. Yep,
4: thanks
0: for your support. Bye. Great stuff. Nicole Ireland, the coach of the Australian Institute of Sport, joining us there on Sport Radio. Here's Craig Gravel with the victorious coach
1: of the Adelaide Lightning, Chris Lucas. Well, Chris Lucas, congratulations. A solid performance this afternoon and a good win in the end.
2: Oh, look, uh, you know, we split the weekend. We are disappointed about last night, but you move on and, you know, I I like the way the girls come out today and just got the job done, which was important.
1: And good minutes right down the bench once again tonight, which uh, gives them a lot of confidence as well.
2: Yeah, look, we had to rest some people. Some people are carrying little niggles, so, you know, everybody played and, you know, we've all come away and we've got the split for the weekend, so we'll take that.
1: There Lindsay having a, a great game tonight really led the uh, team from the front
2: yeah look I think uh, that's Narelle's best game this year she was fantastic she led she you know she's disappointed with last night's game and she is sore she took a knock last night and she's come out and uh, definitely her best performance this year and
1: Tracy Garn's consistency is something you're happy with as well I guess
2: yeah she's a very quiet uh, achiever she doesn't say anything on the floor we're trying to get her to talk to her teammates but uh, she's very quiet and unassuming and yeah, you know, she's had a really good night, 17, and I'm not sure how many rebounds, but uh, double figures, I'd say.
1: Well, you uh, have one more round until you head into that Christmas break, and then it's, uh, well, a month away from
2: finals. Oh, look, I think next week's game is a final. I think uh, playing Baleen, who are definitely in form, um, well, we've obviously got to get some adjustments made to beat them, and uh, they're playing very well, so we're looking forward to next Saturday night. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Well, Jess Foley,
1: it's been a while since you've been in the AIS training hall, a few years in America, and uh, now back with the Adelaide Lightning. How are you enjoying that?
5: I'm really enjoying Adelaide at the moment, but I tell you, it's a bit strange to walk into the AIS and be warming up at the other end. So, Um, no, it's good to be back and and definitely enjoying uh, the team at Adelaide and our success so far
1: a couple of years over in the States.
2: How was that experience?
5: I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I got a degree and um, the girls on my team were great and uh, I just think it was a really positive experience.
1: And where does that leave you now, your plans for the future?
5: Um... I would like to play overseas but I just wanted a couple of years back in Australia and I have a foot injury that I want to get right after the season and then uh so I'll be back here again next year.
1: No, you're not playing too baggies, you're only on one league. Oh thanks. <laughs> All the best for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Well Meredith yeah. Cooper's quick your road trip back to Canberra. How are you finding life in Adelaide?
3: I'm loving it. Um a bit more exciting than Canberra I must say. <laughs>
1: Oh that's that's a nice thing to say to a camera audience.
3: I know. No but no, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun down there. It was a
1: lot different last night going up against your own club and now against the
3: AIS. Um, yeah, no, it's good to go and play the girls. Um, wasn't what we wanted to get out of it. We'd losing by thirty points, so um definitely got a few things to work on but it's still good to come home, see the family and catch up with a few other girls. Yeah,
1: we have one more road trip home before the end of the season too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That would be good. <laughs> All the best for that. Thank you. Well, Narelle Lindsay, a great game tonight. 23 points and turned around the disappointment from last night rather quickly.
5: Yeah, it was a little bit disappointing, but um, we knew that we could come out and, and get a good win under our belts, coming, leading into a really crucial game for us against Bully.
1: You uh, made the move to Adelaide, how's that move going, how are you enjoying
5: us? Rupert? Oh, it's actually fantastic, You know, I, I'm, I'm Adelaide born and bred so it's nice to go back home and finish your career in Adelaide. Um, I'm absolutely loving playing with the group this year, fantastic group of girls. Um, yeah, you know, I'm quite relaxed and enjoying myself. Um, and Chris is really positive, which is helping as well.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, the news coming out late that Erin wasn't going to travel with you, people were asking questions, who would step up, and obviously the dynamic changes a lot when you lose a little general like that.
5: Yeah, definitely. Like uh, she's played really well for us this year, and it was always going to be a struggle coming away and playing two tough games um, without her. But you know, it's actually my preferred position, so I was glad to get back and play in a position that I'm, I'm accustomed to. Yeah.
1: I guess, and opportunities, and importantly, giving you some time there just in case things need to go that way in, uh, later in the season and finals.
5: Yeah, that's right. You never know what's going to happen. We've got a great group of girls, and you know, this year we've had lots of different people stepping up at certain different times. So um, it's important that you know, everyone gets their opportunity to step up and feel good about themselves, which I think will make the team a lot better.
1: Well, good luck next week.
5: Thank you very much.
1: Craig Gravel
0: catching up with the coach and some of the players of the Adelaide Lightning who sit now second on the WNBL ladder behind Sydney. Canberra dropped to third. And some important matches to take place next round in the WNBL. It's Canberra against Sydney on Thursday, third versus first at Southern Cross Stadium in Tuggeranong. Sport Radio will bring you all the action from that. On Friday, it's the Australian Institute of Sport against the Sydney Uni Flames at the AIS. Saturday, Adelaide against Bulleen. And then Saturday night, it's Townsville versus the Institute of Sport. Up the top end of the country in Townsville. Craig, you have some scholarship announcements for the Australian Institute of Sport.
1: And it's interesting to see the uh, scholarship players for season 2007-8 in the attack WNBL. But of course, it's for the uh, Australian... Jen's program and all those things that are coming up. And Stephanie Cummings, who's currently playing with the Dandenong Rangers, will make her move to the AIS. Katie Ray stays on along with Taylor Francis, Kate Gaze, Nicole Hunt, Elise Ironmonger, Jamie Kennedy, Emma Langford... And Molly Lewis. Ellie Manu comes back again for a third season. This team is going to be hard to uh, beat too. I'd like to see so many third season players here. Also, it'll be uh, Nikita Lee Martin. Sarah McCappian from the ACT. Maya Newley from South Australia. Caitlin Rowe, a second of the ACT players to get a Guernsey here. Rebecca Schatz. Now, Llewellyn Tomlinson has been named for another year, but she's going overseas. So we might... She's uh, heading to College
0: Basketball. She... Don't think uh, she will be taking place in the Institute's team next season. Mariana
1: Tolu is the uh, final of the player's name. So I'm not sure who will get an extra Guernsey there with uh, Llewellyn Tomlinson leaving the program.
0: So two new players there to keep an eye out for, as well as Stephanie Cumming, who's already playing in the WNBL. We have Sarah McMathian from the ACT and also Caitlin Rowe from the nation's capital craig so t- two new players to quickly look forward to craig's trying to convince luella tomlinson to have a chat but that's not going to happen so final yeah, score she's away.
1: give her time final yeah, some confidence in my ability to produce this show would you all right
0: my prediction may have been correct no, 91, 91, now, 91 to 60 was oh. the final score here at the AOS Training Hall. The Adelaide Lightning, too strong for the Australian Institute of Sport. Craig Gravel, have you to managed to... to yes, let's have a quick chat to Luella. The,
1: the interesting thing that I... Luella Tomlinson,
0: uh, we believe you might be heading off overseas and, and not taking part in the uh, Institute of Sport uh, for the remainder of the season.
3: Yeah, um, just to... Um, in terms of like I've had a tough year with injuries and so I've decided to make the choice to go home for six months to rest up and hopefully I still get to be a part of GEMS. I just want to spend some time with my family before I head over to the States for college.
0: And now speaking of family and going to the States, I believe you might already have some family over there as well?
3: Yeah, um, I've got... Uh, um, one sister, Clarissa, she's um, at Stanford University in Birmingham, Alabama she's the assistant coach there and um, Samantha, my elder sister, she just headed back over there, she's looking
1: for another job.
3: So In 2007
1: though, you were listed to come back for a third year.
3: Yeah, um, that's because they gave me a, um, the scholarship option before I decided to leave, so
0: so you've obviously spent some time in America before. You like it over there?
3: Yeah. Um, well, the tour was a lot of fun. It was heaps different basketball to what we're used to over here. So it was a challenging experience. But I'm really looking forward to doing something different and a change. Yeah, it would be good.
0: When you say it's different, is it uh, are they are they bigger girls over there in the states that you play against, or what's what's the difference in style?
3: Um, I found that like we played against. Um, Some teams would have three girls who were five foot four and, you know, like, whereas in Australia you don't get that, the girls at that height don't really play much. So, um, and also that meant that their post players were a lot shorter too in a lot of the teams. So we were playing, like, us six, three, six, four girls were playing against post players who were five, ten to six foot. So, um, that was with some of the schools. So, yeah, it was really tough.
0: Well, Luella, good luck on your journey over to America. We uh, look forward to monitoring how you go. And, uh, well, you'll be sadly missed here at the Institute of Sport, but I'm sure that you're going to enjoy yourself over there.
3: Yep, definitely. I can't wait. Thanks, guys. See ya.
0: Luella Tomlinson there on sportradio.com.au. She was watching from the sidelines, her teammates. This afternoon, they went down 60 points to 91 against the Adelaide Lightning.
1: Yeah, disappointing loss in the end there, but... uh, Well, Adelaide had plenty to prove.
0: They did. They go to second on the WNBL ladder, and they're looking very strong for the remainder of the season. Bearing in mind, they have Erin Phillips, the Opals World Champion, to come back into their guard role, as well as, hopefully, Kristen Rasmussen, who's still recovering from an ankle injury, who's a big, dominant American import centre. She's going to have a big role to play come finals time as well.
1: It is going to be interesting to see how this team makes their way through January and into the finals in February. John, and uh, well, we've got to do it all again next week with the Capitals up against Sydney and then the IAS to close out 2006 with our final sportradio.com.au broadcast of the year. Make sure you stay
0: tuned to sportradio.com.au for those two entertaining games in round 12 of the Defence Jobs WNBL. I'm John Keogh on behalf of Craig Avell. Thanks for your company this afternoon. And stay tuned for more WNBL action soon.